0: We are legends. Hello and welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast of DC Legends Mobile. With me as always is Hate Mail and the world famous Ogre Barbarian. Hooray! In this week's episode, we'll discuss the latest news, Gorilla Grodd. Hate mail is gonna rage about the PvP system, and some kudos to Grim Reaper on his uh, world's final So this week we got our first hands-on with Gorilla Grodd and hate mail. What were your initial thoughts with him?
1: Well, I posted a short YouTube video so people could see, and unfortunately, at least at Legendary one, and I'm gonna hold complete judgment until after I've tested him at Legendary 3 or 4. But my initial impression is that he is quite possibly the worst character that they've released. Wow. I (laughs) I hate to say it that (sighs) way. But I tried so many teams and I couldn't get anything to work. In one, I know I tried to help you too. Yeah, Ogre was giving me team ideas and I was shooting them videos, showing them. And The problem with Grodd is that and granted, every character does not need to be etrigan level insanity, but he's he's obviously a utility character,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and which I'm is fine. Yeah, 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 I mean, I mean
0: Constantine mean, is a very good utility character. Well, um, and he's
1: also a high damage character. I would say Red Robin's a, a okay. Great so example. Red Robin, okay, Red great Robin utility. is utility. I mean, he's a ridiculously good utility character. Mm-hmm. And granted. Grod doesn't need to even be on his level because he—he's one of those insanely, you know, powerful characters, and I wouldn't say overpowered. But he's just extremely powerful. So one of the things I really liked about Grod, and I tested with some stun teams, and I actually took a legendary one. I took his leadership because I wanted to test the speed ups. And against a weak team, and when Grod can stay alive for a while, and you get a decent amount of turns, and you get a bunch of stuns in, it works really well because you get a ton of ter- uh, turn meter, and then you're suddenly. Taking a ton of turns. Right. The problem is that it only lasts one turn.
0: So the speed ups need to last longer than one turn.
1: Yeah, if the speed ups lasted two turns or three turns, um, I think he would actually be an extremely good character, and you might even be able to make Flash very viable, which I was one of the things I was hoping to test out with. Um, but because it doesn't last very long, and at level seventy-two max everything, he dies. Well, he. Goes down to pretty much one life just off one roll from Wonder Woman DOJ. Which Ooh. I have a video, you'll see, where he goes down to one life just from one roll. I mean, that's a basic attack yeah. that shouldn't do that much damage to him. So if he's going to be a utility character, he needs some way to survive. Mm-hmm. Red Robin can turn invisible. Um, you know, you have other characters that have damage immunity. They have, they have some way to stay alive. And he does have, with one of his legendary upgrades, some agility stacks. But they are only three, so I don't think it's going to make a big enough difference to matter. The other problem is is that he does very little damage, so if he's going to be very squishy, sometimes like for example with um, Banshee, which I know a lot of people don't really like, but at Legendary Four, I find she's a pretty good character. She hits pretty hard. You can kill. She's like, oh, you can kill Power Girl in one turn. I mean, I, I can kill her in turn one sometimes if she procs her AoE after removing her damage immunity. So she'll do enough damage, and she has enough utility that I feel like all, all around she's not an. Uh, You know, an A plus character, but she's definitely not a bad character. Grod does little damage; is super weak, and his utility doesn't feel like it brings really anything to the team. The speed ups on his leadership are decent, but
0: I was going to ask: obviously, against uh, with the opposite of his affinity, uh, Mystic taking him down, uh, she's doing a lot of damage. Does he hold up any better, or fare any better against the other affinities, or it's just all across the board? He's just weak.
1: I mean, I've almost. I'll probably have video of it. You're going to see a lot of losses because it seemed like every team I tried were team... I mean, he was a liability on the team. Putting him on the team made my team significant. I was basically running with three characters. Mm -hmm. So against a strong team, a twenty-nine, thirty thousand 30,000 point team, I typically lost when I ran him on the team. Or I lost everybody but one or two characters that could kind of hold the team up. Where, I mean, I've even had um, Emerald Archer, Green Arrow almost kill him with a double shot. So to give you wow. an idea how weak he is. Yeah, so you would weak. think his utility, and I, I, for some reason it seems like the devs really value stuns. They do, yeah. It seems like characters that stun really you know, pay for it in other attributes, which, you know, with Catwoman, it kind of makes sense because she's got a lot of other ways to survive. She can do a lot of other things. So, but characters that have AOE or multiple stuns, he's got some, some utility with that. And I thought maybe... Because he, he has a lot of abilities where you can stack a lot of intellect up. But it seems like the intellect up, even when he's got a huge stack and you do his AoE, it still does very little damage. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe the trick to him is get a big stack of intelligence up and then do his AoE and wipe wipe everyone out.
0: Right. Yeah, it doesn't work. What? Um. Okay, so you said you took his leadership. What other um, legendary um buffs does he have? What other legendary perks does he get?
1: Hold on one minute. Let me pull him up. Is but there he's... anything
0: in there that, in that kit that you think maybe could just fix him or is it is it pretty dim?
1: Um, I'm skeptical at this point mm-hmm. because the other option the other, the all other right, thing about him So it looks like him,
0: his first his first ability we got steal all uh, intelligence ups on target.
1: Which would be nice against Etrigan so I thought maybe he'd be great counter against Etrigan and you steal all yeah. his intelligence up I thought if he got buffed with all these intelligence up, he would be doing Etrigan level damage as an uh, energy character. Sure. So the problem is he gets all these buffs up and he still does poor damage.
0: And then the second ability looks like it gives two speed-ups to all allies. So that actually might, that has that might work but for it's your, only one your flash. yeah.
1: If the problem is it's only one turn. If these speed-ups lasted two turns, which that one may be two turns, but from what I'm told by other people, I think someone else has taken that one, um, it's only one turn. So if that one was more than more than one turn i think he would be pretty good
0: and then we got um, gorilla slam does apply three agility ups to the team so that can make him a little bit more a little bit tougher but three agility ups isn't gonna affect much
2: like three doesn't do enough you got clayface adding 10
0: right no i mean that's like my yeah. point that's not gonna be enough to make him it, it'll help a little but it's not gonna it's not gonna be enough to make him a, a viable character uh what is the legendary for thirst of blood the fourth ability
1: that's apply two speed ups on self and a random ally. So once again, there's. So I you think back that to that all speed those,
0: up, yeah. That's a lot of speed ups.
1: So I'm thinking speed ups is his key. Like that's what but makes him. The problem is him they tick.
0: don't. They don't last. Long right, enough. but what's his? What's his base speed?
1: At gear It's 11? Not fast. Uh, his base speed like is. Like ninety something. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little more than that. One hundred and ten. One
2: hundred
1: and ten. Okay. So so it, yeah, but, like. He's not fast to start, so he needs the speed-ups to be you know, on par with the other faster
2: characters. Well, yeah, like so, two speed-ups make him faster than Reverse Flash, I think.
1: Yeah, so I'm hoping... That's what I'm going to go with my next two upgrades. I'm going to take the speed-ups before I even take the Intelligence up or anything mm-hmm. to see if, I, if that is what makes it. But I really think he's going to need a two-turn... Those speed-ups need to be two turns for him to be... You know, a, an above-average character, I think.
0: If he's going to be that weak, he needs the speed-ups to actually make him viable on their teams. And even then, if he's if he's weak enough to where you can take him out with basically one one well-placed Wonder Woman crit, then that nullifies him instantly. Well, that was my
1: other challenge with him, is that to make him viable, you need a lot of other stunners for all the to get the speed-ups. But you can't run because... The other stunners are energy characters, so you're going to be running an energy-heavy team. The vast
2: majority of them are energy. There are several that people forget about, like Aquaman. King of Atlantis can stun on his Trident. Uh, yep. Bane has stun. Catwoman has stun. There are a handful of other stunners, but again, the problem is a lot of them are energy.
1: Well, and the, the other thing with Catwoman, I, I did run a lot of teams with Catwoman. I tried. Um, I did use aquaman you know ogre was giving me characters bane doesn't work for me and his stun is kind of a two you know his stun is a little more gated than some of the other characters so mm-hmm. i wanted but the problem is the best stunners which are like hawk girl and um killer frost, killer that frost you could yeah. st- stun multiple times in a match you know their other energy which is fine but you almost need him to be hidden behind multiple stunners like kill or not stunners multiple taunters like clayface and um who's another energy character
0: Shazam.
1: Which I was running Shazam a decent amount. Shazam stuns as well, which I, you know, but the thing is, he's a low stun chance, and you can't get, that's the other challenge I had with him, is because he does so little damage, Shazam does a little damage, that sometimes Shazam, you'll, you'll end, if you can keep Grodd alive, even, you'll end the match with Grodd and Shazam, and then you can't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. So, there was a lot of, I had a lot of issues, right, making those teams work.
0: Ogre, were you able to? Is is he high enough for you to be uh, using him yet, or have you experimented have, with him at all? I have R four. Okay. Have you experimented so with I, him at all and found the same uh, same? Condition? I haven't.
2: No, I was. I've been focused on getting Banshee up. Sure. I haven't. I haven't done him yet. Okay. Like I was really heavily debating on whether or not I wanted to, because I love stun teams. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to do that when I got finished with my bleeds, and I was like, well, maybe I'll just transition into incorporating some of them already. And it just it didn't work out. And then I was talking to Hate Mail, and he was saying how mediocre he was. And I was like, "Well, maybe I'll just hold off. I don't know yet." Well, <laughs> so I kind <clears> of <throat> kind of on the fence right now because I was really excited about. Grot, yeah, Because that, that
0: was the one I pitched. I was when I went to W B as well. So, yeah, I mean, we
1: shared some of this feedback with Standard to see if she could share it with the devs. But um, <clears throat> you know, maybe because then, like Dr. Fate. People were real unhappy with his rework, and they did a couple little tweaks, and then he became a pretty good character. So maybe the little... tweaks
2: at all? I don't.
1: Yeah, they did. They, there was some silent buffs, remember, to his base damage.
2: I, had, I, don't, I don't think that there was any changes to Doctor Fate. I could be wrong.
1: I thought it was somebody yeah. else
2: that got the rework
1: tweaks. Uh, Doctor Fate got a rework. People, I
2: know Robin got tweaks.
1: No, Doctor Fate definitely did because I had ranked him up and geared him out. Right, right during the rework, and he initially started off terrible. And then, like, a couple weeks later, after a lot of outcry, they boosted his damage, where I could... I went from not being able to hardly damage a green to one-shotting them with his three. Oh, uh, okay. I distinctly remember that. Hmm.
0: All right, so for now, Gorilla Garage... So there is still hope. Yeah, he may, <laughs> if he gets a buff to his... Uh, to his uh, defense, and maybe a little bit of a, a kick in his.
1: Uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing with him would his be damage. just damage. You know, maybe a little bit, some way to defend himself, or some a little bit of life, and then make his uh, speed ups last another turn a little longer than one turn. I think those would be some good tweaks that could make him. But he might be better at legendary three or four. So I'm a reserve judgment. I mean, okay. we shared the feedback. We never know what the you know, what the designers will decide is good. Maybe they've internal tested and they discovered that he is good, but at but, higher like, like, levels...
2: Something I that I want to suggest, possibly, is that when they're creating characters, they do kind of a point-by system where a stun is really valuable. You know, and it's just... I don't know if maybe they're overvaluing stuns in that aspect by accident, <laughs> you know, maybe. Hmm. It because does it seems like all the stunners kind of got... In that same line, you know, right? No. Well, I mean, Huck Girls,
1: Hot Girls, not bad. She's not great. Like, I'm well, no, not no, 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 overly... but she just got reworked.
2: That's what I'm saying. Her and yeah. Killer Frost initially not so good. Now that they've been reworked, they're a lot better. Especially, Killer so maybe Frost. it is that maybe it is that they overvalue stun a little bit. You know, I don't know. They worry about giving a character too much mm-hmm. when it has a stun. Because all of a sudden, you create a character that has all these speed-ups, can stun you constantly, and now you can't do anything, and you're just pissed off. Like, I get where they're coming from. They just want to play it really safe, because you have to walk on eggshells when you're playing with stuns.
1: Yeah, no, I
2: can understand. Like I do want to throw that out there. I mean, I don't want to say that they're doing a bad job, because obviously they're not. They do great work on these characters 98% of the time. And again, like you said, he's only L1 right now, so there is still hope for him, and I just, you know...
1: Well, I, and I, I think hold that theory on... does, hold, does hold a lot of water, because look at Superboy. He was the only other new character that I really wasn't impressed with at all, and he's a Right, stunning... and he
2: had multiple stuns in his kit.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: You know, like, I just... It makes me wonder how highly valued stuns are, because they don't want to overpower those characters. It's really tricky to balance stun-capable characters. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being overly optimistic. Maybe I'm... I don't know.
0: Well, hate, let's take some of that uh, disappointment and turn it into your rage. What uh what is it you wanted to tell us about the PvP system? What's got your uh
1: Well, I wanted to bring up Duloth had and I'll put it in, I'll find it and put it in the show notes. Um Duloth had a really good thread that he posted and as you all remember he was on our show a couple weeks ago and for those of you that might be listening to the show for the first or second time, um, he's also a streamer, plays a whole lot, real popular in the community. But anyway, he made a post talking about the pvp point system and how basically it really punishes the whole system and we've talked about this a little bit before but the whole system really punishes you for the more you gear characters the more you're punished there really is not a lot of incentive to expand and gear out your roster because when you look at how many points you get per match and we've kind of beat this to death in the past with the star system where you get the um like right now most of my boards if i pull up my board right now i look at it and i have one six to nine the rest is three to six and i noticed and i read Dulas' post and he made a lot of really good points where he talked about you know basically your red alerts get harder and once you reach a certain bridge of gear 11 characters you stop getting a lot of points and it's very difficult for you to keep up with characters that have weaker rosters Character, If you've been a smart player and you have geared out some of the, you know, what we would call the meta characters, and you don't have a really expanded roster. You're still getting a lot of those eight to 14, the occasional 13 to 20. And even if um, we have a free to play player on our Alliance, who i have talked about many times world bear. He makes top 100 almost every week without spending any gems or buying any gems. He's free to play completely. And he almost never buys PvP refreshes, so he's cautious about his matches. Even if he doesn't three star, he's still getting, you know, thirteen points, which is, you know, almost two and a half wins for me. And I, you know, a lot of these matches because I get paired against really hard matches. A lot of hard meta teams, especially these stupid Superman teams. Um, I'll, it seems like I always <laughs> lose at least one character, sometimes two. So I'm those matches. I'm meeting three. You know, my RNG. You all, everybody knows my RNG isn't great. So. You know, Swamp Thing will always one shot any green that I have on the team. It doesn't matter who they are, except for maybe Clayface, And even then, barely holds up. So, um, so I found I was making, I was pushing to get top 100 in Grad and I thought I was safe. And then um, PvP really kicked into high gear on Monday. And then I got stuck late at work. So I got home, and I was probably, I think it was rank 112 when I got home. And I was like, all right, well, I only need, I'm only like 200, 200 points, 150 points away and i couldn't climb fast enough it was impossible people were climbing faster than i could possibly win matches and you would think with a giant ultra geared roster that i should be able to climb faster than the average minimal pay to win you know or minimal rostered teams but it's just not possible when you're only getting three to six points so i really got frustrated to get in the top 100 to be able to climb at a speed that's slightly faster than everyone else i had to basically just go to refresh my board over and over and over taking on the one or two 20k or below teams that i would get on my board that i could kill ultra fast because pvp now it takes a long time to you know win matches so for me to win a full match and get my three to six points i'm probably only a hair faster than somebody who's lower tier lower geared because they're, they're usually matched against players that maybe aren't quite as high or some maybe slightly lower, maybe middle. But they're getting two and three times the amount of points. So it really just kind of irked me that if you're if you're going to be a, a heavy spender on the game, you really shouldn't be punished. You at least should be on equal footing, if nothing else.
0: Do you have any idea on how, was anything has been proposed in that post about how to fix the current PvP system so that it is more fair and you're not getting left behind by uh the teams that have not filled well, their I, rosters
1: i think one of the best solutions he proposed and you see it in the other PVP the new pvp modes they have a static point system
0: yeah just three
1: three three yeah it's three six nine so well, i not, really yeah, feel three like three
0: points for each three points for each star so you can get up yeah. to nine, or you can get as little as three, but, and that just depends on how many you lose. Yeah. I think that might actually be a better system and more accurately depict what's, uh, what should be oh, going on. Something,
2: another, something else, like I want to just, you know, defense log. It, it literally doesn't matter anymore, is another thing that has changed. Yeah. And it's like, that was actually helping whales stay up because they were just so hard to defeat they were getting defensive wins constantly and help boost their score a little bit, you know, and it just yeah. seems like it doesn't even matter now.
1: Well, now that they got rid of boosting, I, it, you know, we went back to where you get more points on defensive wins. Um, I think that would help greatly have it either, either a static system and it doesn't necessarily have to be a static system. Cause I do think that if you're, you know, 24, you know, twenty-four thousand team, and you're taking on a thirty-one thousand team, and you managed to eke out a win. You probably should earn a little bit more. But another idea I had, you know, that would kind of help in the in the whale category is maybe get some trophies for clearing your board as a bonus reward. Yeah. There you go. So if you're clearing your whole board, you can get, um, you know, if you're if you're able to been able
2: to clear the entire board, get it, get a. Take bonus. out the shards. Give us some more trophies.
1: Or even keep keep the shards and just give us some more trophies. You know, just add that. Well, I mean,
2: here 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 is something that I would suggest. This is just me because I know how it is as an FTP. Like sometimes you just you're not going to be able to clear your board. Like no matter what you do, you're not going to be able to
0: clear. Yeah, yeah.
2: Why not? Why not take the shards and make them every ten wins? You get the shards, but if you clear your board, you get extra trophies. Hmm. That seems fair.
1: I'd be perfectly fine with that, that solution, too. Because that seems fair.
2: Because that allows both sides to still collect the shards, you know, and then it also benefits those who can clear their boards who have enough frosters. So, which I think is, you know, yeah, why I we did, need to draw that line is because people that, like even myself, I have a hard time climbing, and I still get slightly more points than you do, you know, but, like, it still is just a pain in the butt.
1: Yeah, just it doesn't make sense to me that you shouldn't discourage people, and we even see it when we have these conversations. Now we're discouraging people from ranking up characters with high power scores, and you're actively discouraging people from paying more money to gear out your characters. I just,
0: well, I mean, this is this is clearly a product of the response to the PvP. Because remember, just a short time ago, we were having discussions about how PvP was broke and. Uh, there was people that were um, boosting, and and now the the response has yeah. been overwhelmingly the other direction, to where now it benefits you to not uh, expand your roster and not max level your your guys your your uh, tunes. So they got to kind of find that happy medium. And I'm not sure. I I don't I don't think that uh, it's a bad idea. I think it's a pretty good idea to go with the. Um, the static point system is a good way to do it. Um, the board clears not bad, but we got to be careful we don't want to we don't want to weigh it too heavily the other way. I don't think either one of those would weigh it too heavily the other way Obviously. No, I didn't even
1: think, the star system before I was really happy with the implementation of the star system because it it felt like it would you know kind of push more towards a happy median with that but they I didn't think the the spreads did not the spreads weren't what I was hoping they'd be. I think mm-hmm. they need to be closer to each other they're still too far what if
0: apart. what if the stars were based off of the level of the team you were fighting so for instance a max level team third what's the highest you can get 31000
1: yeah but, oh, but, I, I like that idea too that was another so, idea that so so no matter yeah point.
0: so no matter what if it, if you fight a 31000 uh, power level team that team is always going to be worth 18 or the max amount of stars if you defeat them without losing any of your players, I don't care if you have a thirty-one thousand level te- power level team or if you have a uh, a two hundred power level team. Like no matter what, they're going to be worth that. That would even it out because then you would you would not run into the problem of having the uh... you wouldn't run into the problem of having. Um too high of a level of team and all your all you're getting is three to six for your,
1: your Well time. I almost think that would disproportionately go the other way because I own I only get like ninety the matchmaking right now, I only get like if I look at my board right now, I have one, two, three twenty-one thousand teams, everyone else is twenty eight thousand or above.
0: Right. So, so I would
1: get almost all super high power teams and I would have a, I would have a monster advantage over free to play because
2: not necessarily because I look at my board I can look at my board and I have anywhere from twenty-two to 28,000 teams too.
0: And don't forget those 28,000 level teams that you're fighting are going to take you longer to defeat than me going through and getting three to six for my 21,000 level teams. If I'm going through and just crushing those, I'm going to be able to do two or three of them compared to you doing your higher level teams. So it, it would kind of even it out.
1: Well, but once again, you would have to buy more refreshes. I mean, I like the idea personally as a well, whale, but. Um, <laughs> no, I, I
0: mean, I'm just saying that's if that's how they choose to play, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, shouldn't hurt the, uh, the company at all. They're, I'm sure they're happy with that. Uh, and Here, it, it, here's, a, here's it, an
2: idea for you. And this might sound really, really wonky, but it does benefit the Gear 11s a little bit more, but kind of that's the point, right? Is like, yeah. You want to reward those players that have gotten to that point. What if the power level of the opposing team was your maximum score? Divided by 1,000, obviously. So, like, if you have a 31,000 team, you get 31 points if you get all three stars. Oh, wow. And then if you get two stars, you get two-thirds of that. So you get 20 points. And then if you get one star, you get one-third of that, which is 10 points.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, and that's... Obviously, I, it's basically at it's... each
2: power level... Depending if you can beat a thirty thousand team if you can beat a thirty thousand team with a much
0: lower team, that's fine. But it doesn't punish the players who have a thirty-one thousand
1: team. Yeah, it's it's very similar to what Slow was saying. Yeah,
0: it's basically the same thing I said. You just increased the trophy level, which is just gonna change the numbers from, you know, eighteen to thirty is all you did. You just changed it, which that's basically what I was proposing. So if you reach a certain power level, your trophies are always worth the max amount and then you know the 20 the 2800 team their trophies are always worth whatever amount and so on and so forth down to the lower teams would be 3 to 6 right. would be the lowest and that's and just it's basically the same know, I mean, thing you're just putting different numbers on it changing the trophies to uh, to uh, uh, reflect the power level which you know i mean either way it's the same thing the only difference being that now if i kill uh instead of getting 18 trophies i'm getting 30 you're just increasing the maximum trophy lo- level for the top 100 at that point
2: Right, but this will also allow players who can climb or who are willing to climb the ability to do so. You're not going to get stuck in Sidekick just because you can't gain enough points fast enough. You know, I don't know. Uh,
0: I think...
1: Yeah, I just, I just like... I, and I don't really honestly care what the solution is. I just want to see a solution that doesn't punish you for gearing out characters.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. That's kind of where I'm at, too.
0: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, I'm starting to... Uh see some of the problems you're talking about i haven't been climbing in the top 100 but i'm I'm, want to start climbing back into the top 100 and it's just it's a daunting task whenever i look at it and see how like you said how long it takes me to complete a, a match whenever it's a higher power level team uh how many how many trophies do i get from this lower power level team you know like it's, I, I know exactly the things you're talking about, not to the degree that you're talking about. I'm kind of probably in that sweet spot right now where I could climb pretty effectively. My board's still pretty tilted in my favor for the most part, but uh, it's, it's, I can see the problems and I understand what you're talking about. Speaking of climbing top 100, uh, we'd like to give some kudos to Grim Reaper. He climbed all the way to World's Finest. Uh, and this is the second week in a row that we've had a uh, an owl in the th- as the world's finest is that correct hate
1: yes that is we had um Rhino the weekend before <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and
1: they uh i gotta say our uh, we had miller time and number three and i think uh danny probably wasn't happy because uh either either he was happy he was trolling or he wasn't happy because he got the 8,000 points, and I think Grim Reaper was in a little over 9,000 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a an expensive endeavor. And then when I posted some video in Alliance chat of Grod, he was very upset that he spent 9,000 points on Grod. <laughs> so hopefully, Grodd can oh. be better.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. but, uh... but it's Grodd. You do it anyway. It's Grod. I mean, you got to do it anyway.
1: So he, he definitely got. He definitely got um, – he did a ton of P- – I can't even imagine doing 9,000 points of PvP. I mean, that's just – That's insane. That's insanity. I, so we, we had, I feel we had like he probably lost a
0: good portion of his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, definitely he's, got a few more gray hairs.
1: <laughs> he doesn't need Hot Girl at all, which I don't even, thank God. Um, so he's definitely going to take it well-deserved easy this week. So we'll see if there's an owl who wants to step up and be number one this week, but we wanted to have him on the podcast this week. He had to do some stuff with his family. So he's probably, we're hoping maybe we'll have him next week so he can talk about it a little bit.
0: Yeah. We'll try to get him on and have a discussion about how exactly how many hours did he put in? He actually got to 9,000 pretty, exactly. pretty early. Cause I remember looking at it and checking and saw that he was up that high. And, uh, I'm so I'd like to hear how he, how he planned that out and, yeah, he
1: pretty much did nothing on Monday. I think uh, Danny gave up, he because he just kind of sat at eight thousand something, and then and um, hopefully in the next within the next week, we plan to release a patron only episode. Patrons, if you want to send us any topics or questions that you're interested in hearing about, please send them our way, and we will be sure to cover that topic. And we really appreciate all your support. Do you like the show? Consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month. Our special Q and A episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this. Check it out at patreon.com. We are our
0: legends. Thanks for listening. (laughs) You're not going to say anything? We are legends.